Every now and then people ask me, how long do I need to have a 7 p.m. bedtime, Becca? And my answer is, well, for quite a while, I mean, kids definitely need a lot of sleep, but there does come a day where you can start to move bedtime later. And I wanna tell you in today's podcast episode what we are doing to enjoy a later summer bedtime. Hey, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant here at Little Z Sleep, and we love sleep. We love it so much that we are on a mission to tell the world that sleep is a thing. Sleep is not a competitive badge of honor. It is not something that you have to wait and survive through and trudge through as a parent. You actually can have sleep now. And we are all about that. And here on the podcast, you will hear stories from well-rested families. You will hear troubleshooting, problem solving, and everything in between to help your family make sleep a thing. Of course, you don't have to wait for every episode to come out. You can actually get a step-by-step sleep training plan over on littlezsleep.com shop. From newborn to preschool, we want to help give you the resources to increase your family's sleep every single night and ensure that your family is happy, healthy, and well-rested. If you have a baby who is not sleeping through the night and you are simply frustrated that no matter what sleep sack you try, no matter what time you feed them, no matter what the lighting situation was or what the scent was in the diffuser, they just won't sleep. I have a free course that I want to share with you. It's going to walk you through my four steps to solve night wakings. And this will give you my exact step-by-step ways on how I teach the framework of baby sleep. And it is yours for free. You can get all of the videos and this free course right now at littlezsleep.com slash four steps. This is four steps to solve your baby's night wakings. And it's a free course ready for you now. Check the link below or head to littlezsleep.com slash four. That's the number four steps. So complete solidarity. If you're a family who has a 630 bedtime, we honestly, up until the year 2021, we still had to do a 630 bedtime for my youngest. This is a a little sneak peek into a podcast episode coming later this summer. But when our youngest started kindergarten, it wiped her out. And for months we had to do a really early bedtime because she was so tired. Even though she had been used to preschool days, we still had to do an early bedtime for her. However, I am so excited that we have crossed the bridge now into a later bedtime and we actually have been able to stay out and go outside at 8:45 and catch fireflies and then come inside and quickly get ready for bed. It's just such a blissful time and I want to tell you this because most of y'all are listening with babies or toddlers or preschoolers, and you're wondering when will I get to enjoy these summer evenings? And I'm just going to tell you what we do and how we kind of transitioned from a 7 p.m. bedtime to a 9 p.m. bedtime over the years. Hey, if you do not have a child who is sleeping through the night and you are ready to make sleep a thing, did you know that you can be matched to the Little Z Sleep program that is right for you? All you need to do is head to littlezsleep.com slash sleep dash quiz, or just click the handy link below in the podcast show notes. And we want to match you to the sleep training program that is right for your family. Once you take this quiz, you'll find a video where I explain what this course is all about, and then you can jump in. This is available for you right now. Go ahead and get matched to the program so we can help you make sleep a thing as soon as possible.
Every summer, we ended up pushing the girls' bedtime about 30 minutes later than their typical bedtime. So when they were in kindergarten, they had a 6.30 or a 7 o'clock bedtime, just honestly falling in that range somewhere, but it wore them out. So about five and six years old, they still had a 7 p.m. bedtime. In first grade, which is where my youngest was this year, we were finally able to move to like a 7, 7.30 bedtime. So this meant that in our summers, we would only push them 30 minutes later. Because to be perfectly honest, like I'm ready to be done at 8 p.m. I want to enjoy my own evening and I liked to go to bed at 930. But this is our first year that we have moved things to a later and we've shifted later. And I feel like we can finally hang. So every summer we would shift by 30 minutes. However, as our girl's bedtime has moved, that means that 30 minutes later shift has also become much later. So Ellie, she is eight years old right now. She will be in fourth grade this next year. She's getting ready to turn nine and her bedtime was 830. Now this means in the summer that we were looking at a 9 PM bedtime. And I thought, oh my gosh, the only way this is going to work is if she's actually able to sleep in and Every child is different, but I can happily tell you that she's finally sleeping in. And what's hilarious about this is that Ellie listens to my podcast. So hi, Ellie, um, talking about you, girl. So we were finally able at this age to realize that she's going to sleep in. So we were able to move her bedtime later because she can still get that 10 and a half to 11 hours of sleep. Yes, my almost nine-year-old is getting 10 and a half to 11 hours of sleep every single night. That's a thing. So when you consider how much sleep your child needs and what time for bedtime, the first thing you need to understand is how much sleep they need. Babies, toddlers, we're looking at aiming for that 11 to 12 hour mark, but even young elementary school children still need 10 to 12 hours of sleep. For my girls, they have two very different needs. My older one, she's able to have that a little bit less for her age, that like 10, 10 and a half, 11 hours at most. Then for my youngest, she can easily clock 12 hours, no problem at all. So you know your child best and what their sleep needs are. So what I want you to do is figure out, again, what time do they need to wake up in the morning and then back up from there. If they need to wake up at 6.30 a.m. so that you can get them up and off to daycare or off to a sitter, then you need to understand that they can't have that super late bedtime because they're not able to have their sleep enough to be able to be happy, healthy, and well-rested. For our girls over the summer, they're home. We have them signed up for camps. The earliest start at nine. So we're able to actually wake them up by eight so we can honor this 9 p.m. bedtime. But here are some situations that you will understand you can't do this. And I'm telling you this from firsthand experience. So my youngest has, like I said, she's very sensitive to less sleep. So I'm aware of this because first sign is that she wakes up early in the morning. So if you decide to move bedtime later this summer and you want to shift things from maybe a seven o'clock bedtime to a 730 bedtime, the first thing you need to understand is if you start to recognize that your kid wakes up earlier in the morning, earlier than they did before you moved their bedtime, it's likely not a good fit. So what I want you to do is put your child to bed at 730 p.m., and do this for three nights. If they're waking up 30 or more minutes earlier than they were at their old bedtime, this is not a good fit. Go back to the old bedtime. Why does this happen? Well, when your child is overtired, they really can't settle into sleep. They're overtired. And so they're not able to get their full amount of sleep. They're restless and they will wake up earlier because 
they are not ready for that later bedtime. And we think, oh, they'll be so tired, they'll crash and they'll sleep all night long, but that's just not the case. One of the biggest signs of early morning wakings is that they have the incorrect bedtime. So honor that. If you play with your kid's bedtime and they wake up earlier than they were before, that's not a good fit. So we actually did this for the girls. We tested and a lot longer than, than three nights, actually. We tested for about two weeks for Hattie to see if she could hang with a 9 p.m. bedtime. And what we found was it was too late. How did we know this? Well, she started to, yes, wake up a little bit earlier. Some days she would sleep in, so it was tricky to know. But for her, the second sign was that she was on edge. So any little emotional outburst was much bigger than normal. If we happened to make a change of plans, it was a lot bigger of a deal for her. She would have a shorter mood and a much quicker temper. And you may recognize these signs if you are a sleep deprived parent, right? You may recognize them in yourself or your kid. And so once we started to recognize like, oh, there's those signs again, her mood is changing. This is not our normal happy-go-lucky Hattie. We had to figure out, okay, she actually We've tried this for several weeks. She's not a 9 p.m. bedtime kid. She's more like an 8.30, maybe 8.45. And the very first night that we moved her bedtime from 9 p.m. back to 8.30, she slept until 9 a.m. the next morning. It was amazing because it was a very clear sign that she was tired. So this summer, if you are going to be moving your kid's bedtime later, have so much fun, enjoy that and make those memories, but be aware of those two signs. If they are waking up earlier in the morning or they are turning into a bear during the day to actually be around, it may not be the best fit for them. You may need to go back and try again the next year. I will also call out that summertime, while it is great to enjoy those later bedtimes, your kid is way more active. They're going to the pool. They're playing outside. They're running. They're getting so much energy out, which is fun, but it wears them out physically. And so especially if you have a toddler or a preschooler, it may not be the right time to move their bedtime to 8, 8.30, 9 o'clock. They may physically not be able to handle that. And they, you may be inviting many more battles at bedtime because they're so tired. They literally are losing their senses and it's difficult. I often talk about with toddlers, you know, it's, it's hard to be the parent of a tired toddler, but it is difficult to be a tired toddler because they don't know how to express themselves and they don't know that they're tired. My own kids will say, I'm not tired. How many times have you and I said that? I remember as a kid being like, I'm not tired, but my parents always knew. And even the other night I was putting Hattie to bed and I, I was like, listen, you are tired. And she goes, how do you know that? And I go, listen. I'm your mom. I know these things. <laughs> I know when you're not tired. And so last night we actually ended up putting the girls down to bed at 9:15, which was way past their time. However, we wanted to make the memories, right? We stayed out with friends. They literally caught fireflies and enjoyed those core moments of memory making magic in the summer and she was exhausted. So here's a little bonus tip for you. If you are moving bedtime later and you are enjoying these summer evenings, you're going to have to skip the whole bedtime routine ordeal and just get to the core elements. So what we did for our girls was we washed their faces. We washed their feet because they were filthy from playing outside. We didn't have time for a full on shower because that's like a 10 minute process at minimum. And we just had them brush their teeth, wash their face, wash up, put their jammies on and hop into bed. We skipped the full shower we skipped the books. I sang one song instead of three songs and we said goodnight. And they were happy to do that because they were exhausted. This summer is a great time to test out if your child is ready for a little bit later bedtime, but be warned that if they are waking up early, if they're 
you know, not the same person. They're, they're short tempered and they're testing you throughout the day and bedtime becomes a battle. It's probably too late of a bedtime. So that's what we're doing this summer. Who knows what will happen by the time we get to August or September, I should probably do a recap for you, but I hope this was helpful. And if you want more on this, I'm actually going to give you a link in the show notes. I did a podcast on like step-by-step how to move your child's bedtime later. So you can check that out in the show notes. Thank you guys so much for being here. Sweet dreams. See you next time.